0: Hey y'all, how are y'all doing? Thank you for coming back to Flawed and Free. I appreciate your support and love. I receive so much feedback online through social media. And for those of you that have been faithfully following me and listening to my podcast, I just want to thank you so, so, so very much for your support and your love. Now on to business y'all. So I had a podcast already preset for a series that I have been doing for uh, my women's entrepreneurship, uh, women of wisdom, boss babes um, episodes and so I was all set and ready to go but... God threw a detour into the plan. So this episode that's coming to you today is called Do Not Despise Your 9 to 5. So I have been incredibly inspired by the wonderful Tatum Tamiya. Her business and brand aligns with mine as a woman of God. She has a prayer journal called God is My CEO. And it is truly blessed. I've read the book and I actually have um, been working in the prayer journal for myself. This morning, actually on Friday So this is like Sunday So Friday, the Lord was leading me to record a podcast And I literally ran home I was so excited about about it and recorded it And along with recording it He had also um, given me the blog to do I was literally up all night It was just one thing after another That he was dropping into my spirit So obedience, of course is better than sacrifice, so I did as I was told. So I submitted a blog um, according to the leading of the Holy Spirit um, on Friday, and so I'd already preset for this new episode that's a, that was about to drop on Wednesday and sometimes I can be a very structured person. So anyway, there has been a detour and God has requested that I switch things up a little bit. So now stay tuned for do not despise your nine to five. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it blesses you. And if you get an opportunity, go to my website at theflawedandfree.com. And you can also go Check out the blog that actually is correlated with this podcast. Y'all be blessed. Hey guys, it's Tina, your flawed and free host. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode with me. It is a pleasure and an honor for you to take the time to come and check your girl out. So today we are talking about despising your nine to five. So listen up y'all. We're gonna keep it 100. We're gonna be transparent and completely real today. So about time that, um, that we take off our capes and we release ourselves from what I will call the superhero syndrome and really just lay it all out on the table and let people know what the real truly is. So a lot of my episodes up to now have been, you know, interview style, which they will continue to, I'll continue to, um, to Oh, excuse me. I thought I was about to sneeze there for a minute. I'll continue to have um, special guests and topics um, that we'll be discussing and talking about. I have a whole list of things that some people have made references that would be important for them to hear. And then some other things that um, God has placed in my spirit to talk about. But today we're talking about keeping it 100 and despising your nine-to-five. So a lot of people are like probably trying to figure out what are we talking about today? Um, And so we're kind of coming out of a series that I just did and it was a women's empowerment series, kind of a a boss babes um, um, sort of entrepreneurship and women in cultural and awareness wisdom and uh, you know just along the lines of empowering women in their positions as an entrepreneur as an employee just in different realms of um of our lives because we're super special. Us girls, we do it all. We do it all. Um, And so I just really wanted to highlight some of the special women and some of the things that we do to support our families and our communities and how we contribute and contribute however you want to see it um to the lives of ourselves and our families so it was just real important to talk about business and branding and all these things it's a new world for me it's just this is you know for those of you that don't know it's been a while since I've done a solo, um, a solo episode, so there's probably a lot of you new listeners that don't know, but I've been in the medical field for almost 20 years now. I was a registered nurse, and over the course of time, I went back to do something different and got another degree. A dual degree because I started out as an associate degree RN, and then went back and got my bachelor's in biology and as. And RN because I was going to medical school. I was like, I'm going to go back. I'm not going to be a nurse. And decided, no, I love nursing still. So I'm just going to go and continue my degree and maybe become a nurse practitioner. So I finished that and decided to go straight from completing that degree into completing my master's and as a family nurse practitioner. So over the course of my life, I have worked almost half of it, more than half of it in this field. And so you couldn't have told me that I wasn't going to spend the rest of my days serving people um, in this capacity. And the ironic part about it is I am still serving people, um, but my passion and my desire now is in a different realm. So I do still... um, Um, help people as a nurturer and as a healer and all of those things that I did physically as a nurse but my ministry is um, one that still supports and helps people get from one place to another place and so There's so many more facets of the work that I have begun to do that I've been called to do in ministry and so as I am being led by the Holy Spirit and as I'm being led by God to move according to his will and his way and his word and not my own, I discovered that though he's blessed So many things in my life for me to be prosperous and successful and um, to gain wisdom and knowledge and and be fortunate enough to um, be a quick learner and to attain the things that I've needed along the course of my life. They did match uh, match up with the desires that I had for myself. But there is still so much that is yet to be done, not just for me, though, um, for the people that I'm called to and for the people um, that are waiting on me to fully align with the purpose of God so that they can get to wherever they're going along their life's mission. And goals, So it's, it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge. Obedience can be a challenge and, um, making the decision to kind of do things differently, not your way, especially when you're such a strong person like I am, who's used to just figuring it all out. Just, you know, it was always my way or the highway at one time before I discovered, um, before I discovered the ability to really take my hands off of what I thought was good and what I thought was right and what I thought I needed to do in order to get to the next space, to the next place, to the next level, um, my strength really has come from me letting go and taking my grip that i had on my life loosening that grip so i started out kind of making mention of the superhero syndrome you know and um us as women And even men, I'm sure, carry some of the same characteristics, but we want to do it all. We want to be super moms. We want to be super girlfriends, super spouses, super employees, super entrepreneurs. We want to be the best at everything that we do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with aspiring to be great, with aspiring to do more, with aspiring to be better. But there's a way in which it needs to be done. And outside of that, you have to really truly understand what your purpose is. Identify where you are and where you want to be. And even when you do that, you have to also understand where your power lies. And I think... We wear ourselves down because we're redistributing or we're putting power in the wrong place. And so where we've tried to, um, you know, strategize and implement plans and put, you know, and, and be a part of, you know, different interventions and different things in our lives, hoping for the most optimal outcomes, we exhaust ourselves. And sometimes these things that we have done, even though God has blessed them or by grace, he's allowed us to follow through and be successful. We get to the end of that work and either we're like, this is it Or we're like, what's next? And we don't allow ourselves to live in our present moment, in our present state. So today was a pretty decent day at work. I still have my nine to five. And um, up until recently, I found myself being extremely dissatisfied with my nine to five. And not that they had done anything to me in particular, but, um, my life had dramatically changed when I was laid off from my job, my last job. So, you know, there's this, there's this, uh, saying about the medical field and about the nursing field. And, you know, if you're a nurse, you're a doctor, you, you know, you will always have a job. You will always, that's just one of those type of jobs that you just, you know, you have nothing to worry about. So there was, you know, a false sense of job security that came with the job that I, or my career, You know, some people say, oh, it's not a job if you don't love it. You know, it's my career choice. Whatever choice of word you choose to use it's my job. It's my career. I'm an employee of some sort of corporate entity. But anywho, um, today I was kind of beating myself up about um, some of the things I needed to do for my business. And I was like, oh, I was supposed to have done this by today. This didn't get done. I was supposed to have done that. Oh, let me go do that. And I was cycling through this list in my mind and I literally was wearing myself out mentally. And I I got to a point in my mind where I just felt like I, I, I I was just I felt some anxiety. I don't have issues with anxiety, but sometimes when I feel overwhelmed or I feel like there's too much in my mind and I'm not able to filter it all at one time, then feelings of anxiety will come up. And we rebuke them in the name of Jesus. We're going to rebuke that right now just in case it's up in the air somewhere and the enemy's trying to grab it. But anyway, And so I felt myself feeling some of this anxiety and in the past when this has come to me, I, you know, it was some of that superhero syndrome I talked about, just I can do it all. I can, I can do it all. And I had to take a step back and say to myself, you know what? It's okay that you didn't get this done or you didn't get that done or you set this sort of maybe timeline, but you were not able to meet the mark, you know, take the pressure off yourself, girl. Like there's no, you know, this isn't a do or die situation, but there's a passion that I have in building my business, um, that sometimes just burns so deep in my heart that it just burns a hole through my heart through through my through my spirit just it just and I don't want to sound in a negative way I'm saying burns with the passion of desire to help not only myself and help deliver myself you know well I can't do it through the use through the help of the Lord through the help of the Holy Spirit but My obedience to my business that was God led has come from him. It's for him and it's for others. And so it's almost like that desire that a mother has to go out and, you know, a single mom might have to go to work, bring home the bacon you know, pay the bills, pay the, you know, basketball bill, pay the, you know, dancing bill and, you know, and all of the things that are required of you as a parent, you know, to, to take care of your home, take care of your kids' hearts and things like that. And so though I've been called to this, this, entrepreneur, this faith-based business, this um, kingdom building that I'm doing, there's this desire like, oh, I need to be doing enough. Oh, there's somebody out there that needs this or wants this or may, you know, and if I'm not in the right place in the right time, then they may miss it, you know? So, you know, it's, it's more of a protective sort of way. It's like, oh, I can't get off track. I can't get off track because I got to stay in the pocket. So I put all this pressure on myself in conversation and I was just like, you know, beating myself up about, and you know, if I I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And I said to myself, you know what, I'm just going to slow myself down and kind of journal out um, some of my most imperative things that need to be done and some of the things that can actually wait. And as I begun, I pulled out my notes real quick on my phone and team iPhone. And so I pulled out my notes and I just begun to just kind of um, categorize and organize my thoughts. Right. And as I began to do that, I actually stuck a pen in that and decided to blog I said, let me go ahead and, and put this in a blog. So when you get an opportunity, go to my website, you can go to the flawed and free.com and you can click on blog and you can actually read some of the blog that I put, um, on the website today. So it's pretty, it's pretty funny, pretty interesting. And and I'm talking in my real in my actual voice. So there's a little bit of Ebonics, a little bit of urban slang. There's a little bit, you know, there's some misspelled words, but trust, believe, and know that it's done purposely. I'm a well, well educated woman. Um, But it was important for me to be honest and to be real with who I am and what I'm about and, you know, what my voice sounds like and, and, and how I speak. Um, and so everything doesn't have to be politically correct. Everything doesn't have to be overtly full of scripture. And, you know, I can't say anything without without quoting the scripture or without. And I think as Christians, sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, um, not really realizing that God created us to be just the way we are, not all the same. Um, we should lead by example. We should let people see the light of the Lord and the light of Christ in us. But it's okay to be you. It's okay to, um, you know, to just authentically just allow you yourself to let your hair down some and, and just be a regular, degular, smeggler person. You know what I'm saying? My sister, Lili, I've mentioned her before several times. And that's one of her main phrases. I'm just a regular, degular, smaggler girl. And it's the truth. You know, we just, we just regular people out here just trying to make it, trying to get to the next stage in life, trying to figure out what's up, what's down, what's next and look around, you know? And so, you know, take the pressure off of yourself and give yourself an opportunity to sit back and, and live in the present moment and not so much worry about what you missed in the past and not so much even worry about what's up ahead, but to really give yourself an opportunity to live in the present moment. Because we miss valuable, valuable opportunities that are given to us day by day by day. And the days can only come one at a time. So there's no need to worry about next month, next week, next year. You know, where we're going to be and what we're going to be doing. Take the pressure off yourself, sis, please. And give yourself an opportunity to live in the moment. So my blog post was about living in the moment about keeping it 100, being completely transparent with the moment of anxiety that I had today and just knowing that God is with me, that I'm not alone, that I'm not in this struggle all by myself, that even as a single parent, uh, you know, that Some days it seems lonely. Some days it seems like nobody understands, nobody's around. And even when you're trying to, you know, build a business and 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 live a life that's righteous in Christ, it's it's sometimes it's a really lonely walk. And you find yourself, you know, not wanting to do or be what you used to do, but still trying to become the new thing that God is doing in your life. And you can despise some of the place in which you are in now, you know, in a place of training and preparation in the trenches. And this can be a hard time, you know, as you're walking it out and you can't really see you know what's ahead and what's to come, and even when you when God gives you those those moments of of strength, you know, to say, hey, I'm here with you. I'm with you. My plans are are to prosper you and to grow you and to build you. And I'm gonna do great and mighty things in your life. And the Spirit of the Lord will speak to you and you will have many, many, many moments along this journey where this will seem real. You know, it'll feel real. It'll it'll seem real and you're tapping into the spirit realm and you're and you're thinking to yourself like, God, I trust you. I believe you by faith. I know that this will come to pass, that I will get and receive everything that you willed and promised for my life. I will come into complete agreement and alignment with what you have. And I will wait until the designated time and season for you to release that in my life and until then God what do you want me to do what do you want me to see where do you want me to go and so it can be a trying time in the trenches but I wanted to come and do this podcast because I wanted everybody to know and understand that even if you're a single mom even if you're in a marriage and a lot of the duties and obligations are on you. I remember moments in my marriage, I was married to a military. Now, everybody and a mama want to message a sister right now. I don't know if y'all hear all this blinging and dinging over here. But uh, uh, any other day, ain't nobody got nothing to say to me. Sister got a new number and it don't ring. It don't do nothing. And suddenly... The few people that seem to have this number all want to talk to me at one time. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. I started out talking about despising your nine to five. So some of the anxiety that I was having was directly correlated to the fact that I feel like, you know, my business and my kingdom biz biz building. Come on, get get your words right, girl. Get your words right is always kind of the last thing that I'm able to do. And sometimes I just barely have enough energy to to get things straightened out on my website or, or clean my Instagram page up and respond to people or go through my podcasting episodes and go through the content that's to come and scheduling networking events. And so sometimes by the time I get to that it's like I've worked Monday through Friday, nine to five. I have two active children that are active in sports. They're both basketball players. And my daughter is year round. Basically, she plays AAU select elite ball Um, For those of you that are familiar with that already know that you literally have no life. Right. So this is like I spend about five days a week at the minimum in about on a basketball court, on the basketball gym, in the gym. So there's only seven days in a week. Five of those are, are spent working my nine to five and then countless early mornings, late nights, uh, researching, studying, um, doing things I need to do for my business and then trying to fit in the woes of life, um, that require my attention. So grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, um, paying bills, just all of these things that have to be done. And so, I'm not saying these things to say like, oh, feel sorry for me, Um, because there's so many more things to be more grateful for. I have my strength. I have my health. My children are healthy and safe, and I I don't have, my children don't have any special needs. Um, A lot of what we are doing as far as sports is extracurricular, and so, um, and God has placed people in my life that have supported me and helped me, and he sends me breaks along the way. but I found myself truly despising my nine to five and I was like you know what God you know you gave me this vision you gave me this mission you gave me this plan you gave me this business but how in the world do you expect me to pull this thing out I have no idea what it is to have a business. I have no idea, you know, about digital branding and marketing and funnels and, and editing and mixing and mastering and what's the difference between it all and how do you set up your email list and how do you set up for this to convert and that to convert and all of these social media algorithms and it don't see you if you do this. And it won't pick you up if you don't do that. And I've just recently discovered that Instagram has done some weird thing with my new business account and and banned my hashtags and so now it's put this block on my account so no one can see my content if it's here or there and I put a request in for it to be reviewed and nobody has emailed said a word come back come around just a bunch of foolishness fortunately my help in my business comes from God and it's for God. So, I you know, I'm definitely praying for God to do what he needs to do with that, but we're moving on. So, if the enemy thinks that he going to stop people from getting this word and stop people from hearing what God has to say. He's a whole lie because there are too many other avenues. Number 1 by prayer alone. There's doors that God will open up that can Instagram can't shut. Facebook can't shut down and no one and nobody else. So we we not even going to give much energy to that. But it did contribute to some of the process frustration of building this business. And so I thought to myself, I got if I didn't have to spend this 40 hours at this job, I would have all this time to build my business and do this and do that. And this is just a thorn in my side. It's just getting in my way, you know? And so I found myself as each day sometimes would go by and I would feel some resentment towards going to work and it just became harder and harder to almost do the work Because I was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing anymore. God is moving me to do something different and all of these other things. And... I finally, over the course of time, I pray daily about my attitude and I pray daily about my assignment and I pray daily over the people, my coworkers and colleagues, and over my leadership and over a lot of different things. And as each day as I've gone to God in intercessory prayer, praying for others, I found that my attitude got better, that that it was getting easier to go to work and and do my best and it I wasn't getting so easily distracted with um things I needed to do for the business, and I could really devote more time to my work because quite as it's kept. This is the provision. They say that God is my provider. This is true. Um, but this is the provision that he's made for me at this point in my life. And all things have a time and all things have a season. And if you don't take care of the little things, if you don't um, um, be cont- be okay, be content, Not complacent, but be content with the little things, with the things that God has already given you. God cannot give you anything more than that. And so the more I prayed for others and the more I prayed for God, whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, let me go. Whenever you're ready, let me go. And he's trying to tell me and probably a lot of you guys, if you find yourself identifying with what I'm talking about, you know, there is an assignment attached to the provision even that he's given me here. And it may be for my own business. I'm starting to see things so differently now. My perception of my job, the duties and the obligations, even with some of the work, I deal with a lot of corporate measurements and metrics and things that have to um, be looked at as far as you know performance improvement and and helping um you know the helping it grow helping my program grow and I'm you know corporate and division and all of us they have set goals and for us for the year and it's my job to maintain monitor and measure where we are and to implement action plans to grow To meet the measurement goals to improve our outcomes. And so the more I looked at some of my job duties and obligations, I was like, I was like, this is training. This is OJT for my business. I was doing all of this complaining like, oh God, you didn't gave me this vision and this plan. I don't know how to do it. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. And he's like, I've given you the resources. Little do you know, if you will only change your perception of where I have you at now, and what i'm doing for you now and so even though right now i'm doing it low risk right so i'm working for a corporate entity and i'm providing the work as an employee for someone else this is on the job training for what i'm for what god is setting me in position to do on my in my business and so it was like a light bulb just went off of my head, like ding, 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 like where you been, girl? You've been so focused on what you didn't have, so focused on what you what you wanted to have, or what and what you think you deserved, not even understanding that God has given you a wage, whether I like it or not, <laughs> a wage. And he has given you an opportunity to learn how to build a business right there at your job every single day. And you sitting up here murmuring and complaining. And even when I started to come out of the moments of murmuring and complaining, I was still in a subtle manner Feeling like, you know, these people don't deserve me, you know, that that spirit of pride come up like I'm, you know, I'm I know I'm way overqualified for this. I know that I could be running this place. I know that. I And I'm just keeping it 100 with you, even though it sounds ugly. There are moments that I'm like, my, you know, it's like you may see a leader or someone that um, is in position or holds a title. And you're looking at them like, and who gave you this job? You had to have known somebody. You had to be a friend of a friend of a friend to get this job. Because ain't no way you Got this job over me. So I mean those sort of moments. It's like, where did you get your degree from? Did you get like a computer degree Uh do you got a real one? And so, you know, you tuck these thoughts into the back of your mind and they sometimes surface at the wrong time. The enemy will pull them out and bring them to your remembrance. Like, look at this person. Look at that person. Look at you. You've done this. You've done that. And that spirit of pride will rise up and you'll have to rebuke it and cast it out. Like, you know what? We're not spending no no energy on this. We're going to worry about what's in front of us, what God has given us. We're going to worry about living in the present moment, in the present time, in the present space. And we're going to use what we got to get what we need. And we're going to utilize, though they may seem limited the resources that are placed before us, and I will do what I can with what I have instead of worrying about what something that ain't going to never come. And so then even in my position, in my, you know, place of employment, instead of looking at my limitations, instead of looking at my lack, I was able to see the true presence of what I had. And I started to cultivate and grow my team and to encourage and empower them and with what they had and the more I begun to speak life into them, encourage them, empower them with the small progressions and so even though the full manifestation has not come to pass yet with some of the things and some of the things that I've um, put in place for us to collaborate together to meet the goals that we're looking to meet, I know with the help help of the Holy Spirit and with the knowledge and the strategy that I pray for daily that he will continue to empower me to support my team. And so every day I literally I'll send an email out. It can be the smallest of smallest milestones that they meet. And I'm like, good job, you know, team, y'all are doing great. Thank you so much for your response, your prompt replies. Thank you for being present. I see you. And, and so sometimes I think we just want God to know that you, he sees us right? He sees us and it was like, I'm walking this walk and I'm working hard, but does anybody see me? Do you see me? Do you see the work that I'm putting in? Do you acknowledge that it's here? And so sometimes that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the reward and the accomplishment. We're looking for, in the, in the millennial life that we live in now, that immediate gratification it can, can really hurt you if you're not careful, you know, it's like you do something you want to immediately, you know, for it to be seen or immediately for someone to respond immediately, you know, with text messaging and social media and all of these things, we receive immediate responses, immediate gratification, any sort of delay feels like failure, And so God was showing me today and confirming and closing the door because this has been over the course of time. He's been showing me little by little by little to not despise my nine to five. Don't despise small beginnings. Look at the look at what you have instead of what you want. Look at what I've given you and be a better steward over the things that I have given you. And if you can do that then I will do more. And so I've stripped myself down y'all. If y'all knew me a year ago, I don't even think it's even been a full year. Your girl didn't took the, my I already got a head full of hair and I didn't took my weave out. Um, you know, I took, I don't wear artificial nails anymore. Love some makeup. Now I ain't giving up my makeup because I love my makeup. However, um, I was never one that wore makeup like every day or a face full of make- makeup every day. But, you know, things have just, I've just redistributed and prioritized the things in my life. So the two hours and the time that I used to spend, you know, making sure this looked good, making sure my hair was perfect, making sure that my makeup looked good and my eyebrows were, you know, sisters and not twins, Because, you know, you can never get them eyebrows exactly the same. But that's why they sisters and they not twins, if you confuse. But anyway, you know, all of that time that I would waste just to sometimes even leave my home because it was about how I was perceived, what people saw, what people could see, you know, oh, what if I meet my husband on the corner at the store at, in, a, in a meeting at the hospital around the corner, I got to make sure, you know, you got to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. You know, all that foolishness that we teach ourselves, and I'm not necessarily saying that those are bad conceptual thoughts or ideas to have, because you don't want to be walking around here busted. I pray to God that my Husband, don't walk up on me looking like Felicia because uh baby, I breaks down. Do you hear me? Now, naturally, I don't, you know, I, I do fine. Um, but I breaks down, baby. I I breaks down, I come home. I you might get you, I might open up the door looking like so join or truth. I like to be comfortable at home. And I'm not sitting up in here with a face full of makeup and heels and clothes and, and hair swinging. Yeah, it might be a wig. It might be braids. It might be whatever it is. But when I'm home, I'm home. So, but there was time. There was a lot of wasted time that was spent on this process, right? To, to only go out and not see a soul, Okay, tonight even I didn't came. I didn't got dolled up, spruced up, tucked up, to, <laughs> and I ain't seen a doggone soul. I ain't got nothing but a bunch of stairs. I'm like, I didn't wasted two hours of my valuable time that I could have been putting in my business, putting some money in my pocket, getting me a little catnap up in these streets. I mean something, and I've spent countless hours countless hours doing meaningless things so needless to say that I am in a season right now where God has been um, pruning and purging and and taking some things and allowing me to let go of some things and he's been taking me through these milestones of deliverance and allowing me to just be free to be me so when y'all hear me say flawed and free free to be me that's just what that means that means with all of my past with all of my errors with all of my flaws that I'm still loved and I'm still free to be me who God has called me to be and you know and it's not just me that that mantra that mission that slogan can go for you for you as well if you repeat it back to yourself And saying, you know what, I'm flawed and free, but I'm free to be me. And this is what it is. What are you free to be? I'm free to be who God has called me to be. I'm free to be who God has created me to be. So guess what? I'm a pretty girl that loves trap. Yes, I am. Now, (laughs) I say that to say that a lot has changed because as God does a new thing, there's some desires that I had that I no longer have anymore. And so that has actually been one. I used to be one that listened to a lot of rap music and things of that nature. But my desire now is moved away from it. Still like some of the beats, still like some of the music, um, but, you know, not like I used to, but still me. You might catch me every now and then listening to a little Megan Thee Stallion or something, you know, but like, I'd be like, oh girl, Lord, knows she needs some deliverance, and I still love her, Lord, but we just going to pray as I'm singing with her. <laughs> don't judge me, y'all, and don't judge Megan either, because she's flawed and free too y'all. Anyway, um so I just wanted to say, you know, do not despise your nine to five. Do not despise small beginnings. Do not, you know, be concerned with what you don't have or what you think you need because truth be told, God is really truly giving you all that you need in this moment in this time in this space he has made the provisions through your job or whatever current state that you're in even if you're not employed by up by someone and you're self-employed fully you know that god will release you in the right time in the right season To be and do the things that he needs to do But you have to seek the kingdom of God first He has to come first in your life Scripture says seek ye first the kingdom of God And all of these things will be added unto you So every desire, every want, every need Everything you just toiling and tearing and worrying And losing sleep and taking Ambien and Tylenol PMs Or whatever it is that you do Drinking glasses or drinking a glass of wine Every night before you go to bed Because you can't shut your brain off This is not what God has called you to do He has called us to rest in Him rest in him and take your hands off the wheel sis loosen your grip that the path of your life the purposes of your life the assignments that he has placed upon your life ain't got to come from you from you it's already been plotted planned and purpose designed and ordained by him that's why he tells us to seek him first because everything that you desire and everything that you need and even the things that you want and even sometimes when we don't hear the voice of the Lord and we can't hear him and we say God I can't hear you what are you saying what are you is it no is it not yet is it tomorrow is it next week and we like little bitty children pulling at our parents pant leg like come on come on come on I want it I want it I want it come on come on come on come on can I have it can I have it can I have it and sometimes he will even even give us the things that we want but the thing is you don't want anything prematurely you don't want anything given to you in the wrong time and in the wrong season even the blessing of a child if that child does not have the time and the opportunity to 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 grow in the womb over the 40 week term and that child is delivered prematurely it is at risk of losing its life. It is at risk of not being able to maintain the pressures of the world because of its immaturity. So it's the same way with the plans and the purposes of God and the things that he has birthed inside of us, which is our purpose. And we're waiting on the right time and the right season. We're waiting to be full term in the realm of the spirit because everything exists first in spirit before it comes to us as a natural manifestation. So before you even get the opportunity to see and experience what God has, it is there's a preparation phase there's 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 a time and a place and a season for for those things to come to pass. And so God is trying to tell us, I have everything you need, everything you want, and everything that you desire. But it is is important to discern your season and your time because I will do what I said I was going to do at an appointed time. So As I go to work and as I'm thinking about despising my nine to five and what a hindrance or how much in the way it may be or or how exhausting it is. Sometimes some days I don't have any energy for myself, let alone my kids and my business. But I've I've come to understand and come into full agreement with the fact that this is the provision that God is making for me to sustain my life and the life of my children as a single parent right now in this space. And even though this is temporal and it won't be forever, that when he understands and knows that my preparation phase is complete, when the phase of discovery and working and and in the trenches and building and being tested then only then can I give my testimony. Then and only then can I tell and help others behind me do the thing that I am trying to work so hard to do for the kingdom. And so there, it's important that I go through this process and it's a, it's important that you don't rush it. It's important that you discern your time and season and that you live in a place of contentment and be present in the moment because these. There are moments that you can't take back and anything that you don't learn. If this is an assignment that God has placed on your life, this job may not be about me. There are people there that I may be assigned to and until I learn or in Learn the lesson that God has designed for me to learn in this season, then you are surely going to repeat anything that you have not learned. So some people are trying to figure out why they haven't moved to the next level or why they haven't received the thing in which they feel like they worked so hard to get. And sometimes you have to go to God and say, you know what, God, this isn't all about me. So I know what I want and I know what I need and I know, but what is it that you want? What is it that you need? What is it that you desire? Who are you calling me to in this time, in this season that needs me? I can't miss this. I can't miss this timeline. So I tell you what, God, this position that you have me in is because I, you need me to be there. And it can only be done maybe through me. Or who is it that you desire for me to speak a word to or to give some encouragement to or to show them the light of Christ or to plant a seed or maybe even to water a seed that's already been planted, that's divinely connected, that can only be done by me. And if you never get that and you never understand that, then he cannot release you. He cannot move you forward. He cannot give you the promise and he cannot allow you to enter the promised land. So it's important, y'all. It's important. Do not, do not. I know some of us like me is plotting exit strategies. Oh lord. You know, I mean it's just it is what it is. It's like, okay, lord, how long is it going to take what I need to do? We bartering and trading, we trading off our firstborn, our lastborns. Uh let me come up with this plan, let me put this on paper, let me write the vision and make it plain. And he's like, girl, sit down. I already got this worked out. I already know when this is going to happen. I already know when I'm going to release you. I already, you over here trying to figure it out. And I got it already figured out. Come to me. Let me download the plan and the vision. And until then, you work that job as if you'll never get another one. And so you don't use their resources to work your business. You don't use their time to work your business. You give those people your time their time that they're paying you for. You give all of it to them. Now, sometimes I will sneak away for a 15-minute break or for my lunch break or something like that, and I'll be like, let me go and do this real quick, you know, whatever. But, you know, make sure that you are giving the same energy to your jobs if you're still working a nine-to-five like I am And just the same, just as you would your own business. And don't, don't misconstrue. Don't take away from one for the other. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it can be difficult. Yes, it can be challenging. And it's like, I could do so much more if I could just do this during, no. Go and do what God has called you to do so that you can move forward because that's the hope. That's the plan. But until then, it is the provision that God has given you and you want to work it the way that you would work as you would work for God. God gave you that job and he can take it away from you. And you'll be sitting up mad and wondering what's going to be your next move until you make another move because you weren't a good steward over what he's giving you. So even in the season that I'm in that I've made some cutbacks so that I could do things for my business and made some sacrifices, you got to sacrifice. You have to give back. It's better to give than to receive. And so when it's time for you to receive, I assure you, you will. Because he's already done it for me in other instances in my life. This is just yet another thing that's in front of me that I desire, that I want. But there have been many other desires that I had before this day. One was to become a nurse, then another one was to become a nurse practitioner. And though I did the work, God met me there and he did the rest. And so he's done it time and time and time and time again. And so this is another thing. And there's nothing that's too hard for God. There's nothing that's impossible for God. So just know, y'all, that your time is coming, your season is coming, and just continue to do the work in Jesus' name. Continue to seek his face. Continue to go before him in prayer and make your requests and your petitions made known to him. Continue to pray and push and press your way through And y'all go take care of those nine to fives. Don't despise small beginnings. Because it's temporal. And when your promotion day comes. When you receive that spiritual promotion. That you worked and prayed your way through. God is going to be there ready with open arms. Ready to pour out. And give you everything that he has for you. So. You know, as we walk this walk on this journey to kingdom biz building and kingdom as kingdompreneurs and work our faith-based businesses, and maybe there's some of you that don't even have a faith-based business, but just a business or aspiring to be public speakers and motivators and 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 consultants and coaches, whatever it is, you know, whatever products or service that you have or. Whatever it is that you put together to help those in your communities or in the world, whatever God has destined and purposed you to do, it will come. It will come. And if you've been fortunate enough to side hustle your way to success, then stay the course, sis. Stay the course if it's this, if there are any gentlemen listening. Stay the course. Don't give up. Press Push and pray. So thank y'all so much for coming to visit Flawed and Free. I hope you come back next week to listen to another episode with me. Y'all be blessed out there. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that it blessed inspired and encouraged you in a world where everybody wants to be the CEO. I pray that you take pride in being the COO, the chief operating officer and seek ye first the kingdom of God and let him do the rest. I posted a blog on my website that correlated with this podcast and you can find that on my site at theflawedandfree.com. You can also follow my podcast on all major digital media streaming platforms, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Y'all be blessed till next time.